0: His name is Oliver Queen. For five years, we've watched him struggle with one mission, save his city. Now, sins of the past come back to haunt him, as people who lost loved ones to his crusade plan to destroy him and his alter ego. They plan to prove he is no hero, that he is someone else, that he is something else. You're listening to the Nerd on Mike Commentary, I'm Jeremy Jones. Once upon a time, the WB and CW ruled comic book television with a little show called Smallville. Now, the CW has at least five comic book shows in their weekly lineup and plan to bring more into the fold this fall. All of the current shows, except for iZombie, have a common thread, a little show called Arrow. Arrow was originally a Christopher Nolan-styled Dark Knight show on the silver screen. It was designed to show a vigilante with a bow, hunting down regular human criminals. In a way, it was supposed to be a realistic take on the superhero genre. But, since the introduction of The Flash, they've thankfully abandoned that restrictive approach and opened up to a wide world of possibilities. The aptly named Arrowverse now hosts a variety of shows originally set in its CW continuity and ones that were drawn in from other networks via crossovers. You have Arrow, Flash, Constantine, Supergirl, The Legends of Tomorrow, and the animated series Vixen, with the longest of these shows being Arrow starring Stephen Amell. Now Arrow's run has been a roller coaster of a ride. The first two seasons can safely be called Home Runs, but entering into the third season and more so in the fourth, the show began to spiral. There are rumors that the Arrow production staff had been seeding potential story opportunities for a season revolving around Amanda Waller's Suicide Squad. A number of characters had been introduced or hinted at, with fans becoming more and more excited as season three drew to a close. Enter the rumored actions of Warner Brother executives. With a DC cinematic universe in rapid development and a Suicide Squad film starring Will Smith in the works, Warner Brothers allegedly ordered a Holt and Burn order on anything Suicide Squad related, as that may, I emphasize, may confuse fans being introduced to characters on two different platforms. You know, nothing like what they're doing with The Flash. And if you didn't tell, that was sarcastic. So, suddenly, the Suicide Squad was raised from the Arrowverse, and Arrow producers who were winding down on a, let's say, lackluster season featuring the League of Shadows and Ra's al Ghul. In a bit of what seemed like desperation, Arrow entered the fourth season with the villainous Damien Dark and his organization Hive. On his own, Damien Dark is an awesome character, and the actor's portrayal of him is magnificent. But for a seasoned villain, he lacked the impact we saw with Slade Wilson and even Ra's al Ghul. In hindsight, I wish the team had not introduced and killed off the character of Brother Blood back in the second season, because he'd fit Damien's role much better and carry the iconic nature a seasoned nemesis should have. All this to say, Arrow was not in a positive place last year. Of the four Arrowverse shows, it was probably dead last. Now enter season 5 and Prometheus. This season, Oliver Queen is building a new team and focusing on legacies, only to have an apparent villain appear on the scene with the goal of burning down all that Oliver Queen has built, not only as a hero to the city, but internally as the man he believes he has become. This season does an excellent job of compensating the season 4's lack of character development. We have Oliver's antithesis. Not some random villain that plans to destroy the city, but a psycho with the sole intention of burning down the green arrow. The worst player in this season is probably Oliver's former bodyguard turned brother-in-arms, John Diggle. Diggle and Felicity have always balanced Oliver in this show. Felicity balances the darkness that Mr. Queen radiates and John acts as a moral compass for the vigilante killer. So it's hard to stomach the synthesized drama for these characters. John Diggle just seems out of place. He's become darker and at times flips roles with Oliver where Oliver talks John out of doing things that he'll one day regret. We also see the fabricated marital problems between John and his wife. The problem shows run into is that they're continually trying to develop characters, which is the goal of a show. We're invested. We're following them as they work through their issues. But once they've done all you can do, we get these scenarios where drama is forced and unnatural. It would have almost been better to see Diggle exit the show or take a horizontal step and appear on other Arrowverse shows. That would have been a much better way to challenge him as a character. That also might be why this season seems so, let's say fresh, the cadets. We are introduced to new heroes, Wild Dog, Ragman, and a new Black Canary. These are new characters for us to see develop. They are immensely imperfect and so we can enjoy a natural view of their progression. Flipping back to people whose role became lackluster this season, Felicity. Again, we see Felicity pushed into flip flopped roles with Oliver. She gets really dark, and Oliver acts as our guiding light out of that darkness. So, to summarize, this season did an amazing job of developing new characters, maintaining intrigue and mystery while pushing Team Arrow into new and more difficult scenarios, but failed to properly utilize John Diggle, Felicity, and what the heck, we'll include Thea here too. As always, the Flashback Island scenes are awesome and I'm glad to see everything come full circle to our introduction to season 1's Oliver. One final thought, the final episode, the season finale is probably one of the best finales that Arrow has done. They brought back fan favorite characters and ended the season on a fireball of a cliffhanger. So if you haven't already watched Arrow, at least watch it to season 5's finale. If you happen to quit, start watching again. Regardless, though, you can skim through Season 4 and just watch probably the crossover and Constantine's guest appearance. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Nerd on Mike commentary. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, I'm Jeremy Jones.